0: Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Dan and Sam, Disney Parks and Travel Smarts. I'm Sam. And I'm Dan. And
1: on today's episode, we are currently getting very excited for our upcoming Disney World trip in Orlando. So we're going to give you a bit of a brief overview of that. Uh, And then we're going to review uh, the Disney Plus original series, The Mandalorian, with our close friend, Daniel.
0: So, as we said, we are going on a very exciting trip (laughs) to Disney World. Uh, And so, we would love to give you a sneak preview of that. Um, So, let's talk about it. Obviously, after the trip, we'll do many, many more podcasts going in-depth. But, um, yeah, just just let you know what we're doing. So, we're going to, uh, obviously, Walt Disney World in Florida. Mm -hmm. For how many nights? We're going for 30... 14 nights, I think. Yeah, um, We're going with our friends, Alex and Dav. And we are staying at the All-Star Movies Resort. Mm-hmm. The whole time. The whole time, yes. Uh, we are then getting on... We are then uh, getting on a four-night Disney cruise. To the Bahamas. Mm. And then from there, we fly back and we're spending a couple of nights in L.A., Uh, And we're going to go to Universal Hollywood. So we're super excited to tell you all about it. Um, And we'll have so, so, so much more to tell you when we're back. Absolutely. Uh,
1: But for now, we would love to give you our thoughts uh, on The Mandalorian as part of Disney+. And in a moment, our close friend Daniel, not Dan, not me, another Daniel, uh, will be joining us to share his thoughts
0: also. The show is also known as The Baby Yoda Show. (laughs) Welcome back. So we are here joined by our friend Daniel.
1: Hello everyone. Hello. <laughs> How are not, you? Not to be confused
0: with me. Daniel. Yeah, nice. Dan, Daniel and Sam. Or Sam, Dan, and Dan. Uh, Daniel
2: Which Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> Already getting confused.
0: We're gonna be talking about the Mandalorian in a second, mm-hmm. but like I asked Alex, I would love to know uh which Disney parks have you visited?
2: Uh I visited the one in Orlando. Disney World. Disney World, that's it, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And that is it.
1: Mm -hmm. When was that?
2: That was in 2013. That was with the... I think that was actually before I might have met you guys. So, that was with a group of friends. We were in the US and we took a day drive from Miami to Orlando. And then that was four hours, so we didn't have a lot of time in the parks. Okay. And listening to your earlier podcasts, I've definitely learnt the lesson of spending a little bit more time at the parks, rather than just spending and going for a day. Yeah. Good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we'll have to do it properly uh, together. Yes. In the near future. Um, so, we are going to talk about The Mandalorian, so just to begin with, and a warning, this will contain spoilers, so if you haven't seen it all, do not listen to this, the rest of the podcast. Yeah,
2: we're just going to talk about whatever pops going to tell. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to say exactly
0: what happened, so... Yes, be prepared.
2: This is something I'm good at, at spoiling things. Yes, good, yes, too He's good. Very, good at it. <clears throat> very. very good.
0: You have our permission this time, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just like we did with Imagineering, mm-hmm. we're going to review it. Um, this is probably going to be a bit more complex than that, though, because it is Star Wars. Mm. Now, I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about Star Wars. I've seen everything. I've seen all the episode, all the movies, and I've seen the stories like rogue Mm -hmm. one and stuff Mm -hmm. but i still don't fully understand i've I've grasped to understand what the (laughs) hell the old republic new republic one republic is like (laughs) what's the one republic's a band (laughs) Uh, whereas daniel is
1: probably the opposite to sam and i in that respect he probably knows a little bit more i mean the law and that kind of stuff
2: I know, I know a little bit more, but I wouldn't say that I'm like uh, some of the diehard fans, I guess, out there that understand a lot. Because obviously since yeah. Disney acquired Star Wars, there's now a canon and there's Legends. So Legends is all the stuff <laughs> that existed before Disney uh, purchased the Lucasfilms. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. right. Got it.
0: And don't they change things from canon to non-canon sometimes?
2: Yeah. so Well, not sometimes. So when they purchased uh, Lucas Lucasfilms, it was the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy. Um, and I think it was Clone Wars Were the yeah. other ones that made it through And then now there's Star Wars Rebels Which is the first cut animated show they did And uh, Star Wars Resistance Which is the newest animated show yeah. that they're doing And then they're continuing I think Clone Wars Clone Wars as well So okay. there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff in Clone Wars That is, is, re- is quite relevant to Mandalorian
0: mm-hmm. I think
2: um, But there's a lot of stuff obviously in Legends That were the books and all the other stuff that is, it, That's interesting But I guess it's no longer canon so, mm.
0: okay. Well, that's good to know. Yes. I just understand Ewoks and Baby Yoda. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, let's talk right. about Baby Yoda first. Baby Yoda, really? The Why merch. Not? The merch. Uh, <laughs> the the merch dollar. Machine. Yeah, the merch machine. <laughs> what do we think? Uh, I'd love to hear Daniel's response. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I think it's it's obvious that Baby Yoda's there for a. Uh, uh, Merchandising aspect. Mm. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? So basically, Baby Yoda is a way for, I guess, people to kind of go, Oh, I'm getting an interest in Star Wars. Yeah. And then, kind of go, from and then so go a bit further. Yeah. Because, like, even the other day, we were talking to someone and she'd never actually watched Star Wars, but uh, she knew all about Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And look, I don't have a problem
1: with that. I think Star Wars has always been very, very good at having a, like a cuteness factor or something that, yeah, people can relate to. But I have a feeling that they will take it further and hopefully in season two we find out a bit more about the species. Yeah. I mean, it's not Baby Yoda. We know that.
2: No. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, I guess, yeah, about it's the Yoda. the child, right? Yeah. The, well, the child. Apparently it has a name. Taika Waititi said that it has a name. And yeah. He, and he knows it and he hasn't spoiled it because Jon Favreau told him. Mm. So I wonder who, what they named him.
0: So her. just to explain uh, Baby Yoda and the start of it, so if you haven't seen the episode the first episode okay is well, that would be like one of the only ones no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mandalorian or Mando is given he's a bounty hunter and he's yeah. given this little like What's it called? A tag thing?
2: Yeah, it's a, tra- it's a tracker. It looks like a
0: garage door remote. Um, <laughs> it's a tracker. <laughs> with a light on it. Yeah. And he's yeah, he's told to find whatever it is. He doesn't know what it is. Mm. And at the very end of the episode... The he package, po- don't they call it? Yeah. Or yeah. The, yeah. He finds this... like looks like an egg. Yeah. Um, and then it opens up and it's actually Baby Yoda. And mm. then the episode ends. Well, and, it yeah. was
2: also that he was given the mission by someone from the old Galactic Empire. So someone that was... In the Galactic, no, you guys are looking at Yeah, yeah, no, the Galactic Empire, so yeah. Yeah. stormtroopers and everything, so from the old empire, yeah. So the ones that you know killed all the Jedi. Yes. So, um So why you never know? You don't know at this stage.
1: I think it was a great kept secret as well. Mm. Really, because I mean, the whole season does revolve around the ch- child primarily. does and it? Does it though? Does I feel like it does. Like <laughs> because there's a lot of episodes
2: all... where. Y- it's just he's locked away, right? Well, it, she? He? Yeah.
1: But the reason that Mando is kind of on the run and in these other places is because he decided to not let the child be in. taken or turn yeah. it in. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that they kind of kept that a big secret. They could have gone on a money-making machine mm. and and I don't think it would have had the same effect. So I think it actually worked really
0: well for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do like how the episodes, in general, are done like, I, I don't know the exact wording for it, but there's the main story, which is the baby Yoda, um, trying to figure out, like, protect him and where he's from. Mm. Um, and then there's the separate stories that they have. Like a serial type. It's like exactly like, like how thing. X-Files was, Stargate, Star Trek. If any of you have seen how, how they would go to a different world in one episode, but there was the main thing intertwined. Mm-hmm. With the X-Files, it was the alien thing, but then they would have episode of the week where they would there would be ghosts suddenly or something. So I liked it. They did that. Although that apparently annoyed a lot of people because they just wanted the story to progress. Daniel.
2: I I think there was certain episodes where it was just like, Oh, come on. Like, let's, where is this going? But there was episodes like episode six that I really liked where they went and broke that. He went up and met with the old crew that he had. And he broke that guy to break that guy out of, um, the prison Oh uh, yeah yep. I really enjoyed that oh, episode Oh yeah that was a good episode I enjoyed that But then I had some I was talking to some other people And they said they didn't enjoy that episode Because it felt like Star Trek mm, Okay So I that. so I guess You're never going to appease everybody No Especially Star Wars fans um, Yeah the prisoner episode mm-hmm. Where they um, And I really like Bill Burr The comedian Who played the guy with the, the guns mm-hmm. On his back Oh, like, uh, yep. like that little quip where he was like, uh, you're, he was an Imperial sharpshooter, and Mando goes, that doesn't count for much. And he goes, hey, wise ass, I wasn't a stormtrooper, because, you know, stormtroopers can't hit <laughs> <Yeah>. anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, little things like that I really liked. but
1: Yeah, I'm kind of in two minds about that. I. I kind of did like that, you know, each episode would kind of take us on a separate journey, but I'm kind of the same. Like, sometimes I was like, okay, I want to I find out more about Mando. I want to find mm-hmm. out more about the child. I want to see where this is going. Yeah. And I think it did kind of change halfway through. It definitely got back on track around episode five, I would say. Yeah. yeah I think
2: sev- seven and eight had more storyline, I think, than a lot of the middle episodes, I mm. guess. So, because yeah. he actually takes his helmet off in what, episode eight?
0: The final. Yeah, the final yeah. episode. Yeah, redemption. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I guess they also have to try and make you keep watching it, which is why they're doing it like that. They mm. can't reveal everything straight no. away. Um, so that's why the story is going to progress yeah. a little bit slower. Like, I think, I don't know if a lot of people thought they were going to discover where Yoda was from. But it's not Yoda,
2: the child. Where his race is from. Well, there's not been yeah. much about Yoda's race. No. It's one of the, the least explored races in the Star Wars universe. Right. There is another Yoda, not a Yoda, Yoda, I think it is, in episode one or two, mm-hmm. in the prequel episode. Yeah. She's on the Jedi Council. And well, I mean, I it's a prequel, though. we all decide to ignore a lot <laughs> of the prequel stuff, right? <laughs> or is that just me?
1: <laughs> but yeah, like even George Lucas hasn't explored or given answers As to the species or anything like that.
2: Like in Legends, they do talk about that that race is really Force-sensitive, which I guess is why being that it's a child, it still can have the powers that it does. Yep. So... Mm hmm Hmm. I did
0: also like... uh, Do you want to talk about the last last episode already? The thing at the very end?
1: Well, maybe before we do that, um, I know before I started watching... Mandalorian. One thing that was on my mind is like, what is a Mandalorian? Is it a bounty hunter? Blah 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 blah. So I know Daniel's going to do a better job uh, describing this than me. So do you want to tell us a little bit about Mando or what a Mandalorian
2: is? I mean, the a lot of like I said before about legends and the old school canon. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of it isn't canon, but a bit of it is because of uh, Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, mm. the TV show. So. Mandalorians are from a place called Mandalore. <laughs> they're very good mm-hmm. at naming things, I find the Mandalorians. So they're very, very old. It's a race, essentially. Yeah, it's, right. a, very, it's yeah. a very old race. So they're really they date back pre Galactic Empire and Republic, all that like thousands of years ago in, okay. the, in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and they're basically a, a group of clans, uh, and they're always a warrior race. So they're The the law says their planet used to be really beautiful and then it was shaped by war and destroyed, basically. Okay, yeah. So given that they were good warriors and the clans were good warriors, they never really had a leader until the first warlord came together and united the clans. And here's a good name. He was known as the First Mandalore or Mandalore the First. (laughs) All spelt differently. (laughs) So his name was Mandalore. So the leader of the Mandalorians and the leader of Mandalore the planet is Mandalore. So they're not good at naming, obviously, but so United, the clans basically, and because they're warrior people, they became into contact with two specific factions, the empire and the Jedi. So they were known as one of the only people out there that could beat the Jedi because they developed weapons and technology to be able to fight specifically the Jedi, which is why in one of the episodes, uh, I think Mando goes, but it's the enemy because it can use the force. So previously all Mandalorians uh, okay. and a lot of Mandalorians see the Jedi as the enemies. Mm-hmm. So a lot, of, um, a lot of the time with the, the Mandalorians, they came into conflict with the Jedi. I won't go too much into detail in regards to it, but basically at one point there is the first ever Mandalorian to be inducted into the Jedi Order. And his uh. name, was the, he was from Clan Vizsla. So I can't remember exactly what his name is, but he joins the Jedi Order. Uh, and he creates the first ever dark saber, and it's the unique dark saber that you see in Episode Eight.
0: There the we thing go. Else, yes, yeah. <laughs> the thing.
2: So that that he creates the dark saber, and the dark basically becomes a kind of symbol for the leaders of Mandalore, okay, and a symbol for the clan Vizla. So Vizla? Vizsla. So Vizsla, V I Z S L A, I believe is how you spell it. So, and then that that becomes a whole. Then there's the they split off after everything happens, and you get a f- faction of Mandalorians that want to become peaceful. And the, in Clone Wars, a lot of that's explored where um, Obi-Wan Kenobi tries to help them become peaceful because they're all about the warrior race. But then there's mm-hmm. another clan that loves the warrior, the side of things, and wants to return to fighting. Hence why one of the episodes, the Mando goes, uh, I'm a Mandalorian, uh, weapons are my religion. Because that's what they are. They're a warrior yeah. race of clans. So that, that's, that's, ba- that's, that's basically the it. They yeah. are a warrior race of clans. You don't have to be a Mandalorian to be a Mandalorian, I guess you could say. Um, so, for example, is that uh, Django Fett, um, the clone, mm-hmm. the clone, the the master clone, I guess, for all of the stormtroopers and all of the and Boba Fett as well. He actually wasn't from Mandalore. He was from one of the planets in that system that was attacked, and he becomes. A Mandalorian, because of it's that. It's almost like a society. Yeah, kind so of, it's, yeah. It's, it's a it's a way, right? Yeah. this is the way. This so it's a way. way so yeah. It's like a, a way of life uh, for them. Hmm. Um, but that's that's basically that's a, in a nutshell. There's a lot more to go in. Yeah, you've got, of you're going to go And into. I'm sure
1: we're going to find that out probably in other seasons. Yeah, season,
2: so yeah. I'm sure and and, and then uh, that's I guess why there's is now legends and canon because now Star um Lucasfilms and Disney can go. Okay, cool. We've got all this stuff to do with with previously. And now we can kind of explore that and change it a little bit, but obviously explore that more in a TV show, which has never really been a live action TV show, which has never yeah. really been done before. But as I said, uh, Clone Wars is technically canon, so they'll follow probably a little bit along the lines of what happened in Clone Wars. And because uh, this, I don't know exactly, I can't remember exactly when this is set. This is set between... It's
0: before... Uh, Force
2: Awakens. Force Awakens, after yeah. Return of the, Return the Jedi. Of the Jedi?
0: Uh, it's 25 years prior to the events of Force Awakens. Yes, yeah. there you go. I do have Wikipedia open. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I didn't. I actually didn't. I knew that it was between then, but I didn't mm. know what exactly what the years. But it's there's a lot to explore in there. But Mandalorians are historically just warrior warrior yeah. race that that have a very strong code and very strong weaponry, that kind of stuff.
1: And you can feel that all the way through. Yeah. Um, so back to the dark saber, mm. which is kind of the cliffhanger of the the mm. season. Um, what do what do we think about that? What, what were you gonna? Well, ask I had down? to Google
0: it because I didn't know what it
1: was. I yeah, I'll agree. I thought it was a black lightsaber to begin with. Well, it is, it is, it is a yeah. black
2: lightsaber, but it's shaped shaped only like a sword. one of its kind. Yeah, it's shaped like a sword. It's the unique one for um, or a saber. Yeah, no, a sword, right? Yeah, like a samurai lightsaber. sword. lightsaber. Looks, it looks like yeah. a samurai sword. Yeah, because like they're
0: a... all swords. Technically. Yeah, technically. <laughs> Are they? True. Yeah.
2: yeah. Some sort of a, a sword, I guess. Yeah. It would probably be annoying a lot of diehard Star Wars fans by saying that. <laughs> <but> <laughs> oh, look, I think I annoyed them when I said "One Republic. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the other one? New Order, Old Order, Mobile Order, I don't know, <laughs> App Order. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the Darksaber is really interesting because it comes up a lot in Star Wars the, especially they do with Mandalorians and their kind of backstory. And in Rebels, right? That's in, it's, when it's, it's last it's, explored. Yeah, so that's the last time you kind of see it is in Rebels. And I don't know when Rebels is specifically a set, mm-hmm. but there is a lot... And this is one of the things that kind of... They need to explore this because they're leaving a big plot hole open there is how did he Moff get Gideon it. get it? Yeah. Because yes, he was part of the Purge, which wiped down a lot of the, um, the, the, the rebellious Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, how did he get that then? Because historically, so after that, the the first the first of the Visla clan that was inducted into the Jedi Order, when he died, the Dark Saber is actually at the Jedi Temple, and then one of the Visla clan steals it, and then it's on Mandalore for a while, and with the Visla clan, and then Darth Maul has it for a little bit, oh. and then one of the Mandalorians that's in Star Wars Rebels, she steals it from Darth Maul. And then she gives it to the new Mandalore and who is the leader? Her name was like Boba Katana. I can't remember her name specifically, but she gives it to her, and she becomes the new Mandalore because she has a saber, unites all the clans, and that's the last time we see it as a, is in that part of Star Wars Rebels. So there's a massive break there in terms of why, where, and how Moff Gideon got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Moff Gideon's a confusing character for me as well. In what way? You know, in the in the in the the fight, the shooting shootout scene that they have, yeah, and he just kind of strolls out. Yeah, yeah, that is. A bit how weird, did he I guess. not get hit? Is he force sensitive? Is he uh, like? Well, how and he almost he
1: disappeared at one stage, right? He just wasn't there.
2: Yeah. How How did he like? How can he be so confident in a battle like that without understanding? Mm. Like, he just doesn't get hit. But and he has the dark saber, which historically is wielded by obviously Mandalorians, Mandalorian, but he's yeah. a Jedi lightsaber still at the end of the day okay but it is wielded by non Jedi users but he was and i read something somewhere that someone said is Matt is he force sensitive does he can he use the force yeah how how do you walk through a battle like that and not get hit because even mando and all the other ones everyone else is getting hit i mean stormtroopers can't shoot but (laughs) (laughs) that's true
0: (laughs) well during that scene i was just hoping that baby yoda was okay yeah (laughs)
2: Well, that was we, my main concern. Well, at the start of that episode, he gets a good Getting bump punched. in the head. Yeah. Well, yeah, can I just talk That's about that? Insane. I feel like that the, um,
0: the the tone of the show kept changing. So it was like it was real serious, and then it changed to like really funny when this, um, the stormtroopers, were well, not mm. funny, but like, you know, I get what you mean. lighthearted. Yeah. Um, when they were punching like riff- up like, baby riff- Yoda, like riffing at
2: the beginning of that episode. Yeah, yeah.
0: and then it went real serious again, and then it kind of went funny. Which I think is fine, but it's just, yeah, the tone changed.
2: Mm. I think that's the, to do with the directors, because they, they had about three or four directors directing different... True. Like, Taika Waititi directed episode eight.
0: Yeah, and Bryce Ellis Howard directed uh, episode four.
2: Mm. And then John um, Favreau did the first few. Yeah, um, they are all going
0: to put their own flavour on it. Yeah,
2: and I think, like, episode six was done by someone completely different as well. Um, oh, yeah, it wasn't
0: even written by John Favreau. Yeah, so... Six.
2: I think that, that that comes down to maybe they were seeing what worked. Because this is the first time that there's been, in a long time, a Star Wars TV show that's been live. In fact, has there ever been a Star Wars no, TV show that's that. live action? It's, so I believe it's always there always was animated. the Star
0: Wars Christmas special back in the 70s. <laughs> if you YouTube that. Really? It's pretty terrible. Oh, my gosh. It was just one episode. It was, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, there's never really been anything like it. So, maybe what they were doing, they were just trying to see what's, like, look at the ratings to see what's yeah. what sticked. sticked.
1: stuck. And maybe yeah, maybe it will have a more kind of consistent tone next season once yeah. they figure yes. out yeah. yeah. Well,
2: because now that now that there's is clearly got direction, and the direction is find Yoda's origin and protect him like he you're his father, which is mm. kind of like what he was doing. And I guess that's something that you can see the character development there, where as the show progressed, he kind of started to love it a little bit more or yeah. cherish its company. He takes the the ball off and gives it to Purposely him and, it to and, him, and yeah. protects him like a father would, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. And he gets more soft as it goes on towards protecting him. So there is a bit of character progression, I guess for Mando. I mean, there's not so much for the child. Baby Yoda doesn't really get much character progression. <laughs> True. Um, but the thing I found interesting and a spoiler for the the newest movie was, is that they explored that force power where you can heal with the force before it was in the movie.
0: Is that not a thing that happened already?
2: N- not in any other thing. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> oh, that was the first time really that it's ever actually that. been shown that a Jedi user can heal with the Force.
0: Oh, I'm thinking of a different franchise, I think. <laughs> I feel like there's a different, isn't there a different franchise where someone has the power to heal? I'm thinking of X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> okay very different still technically Disney I was like, i'm sure that i've seen in star True. wars that someone healed someone with their hands but yeah nah
2: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: right mm. yeah yeah um, they're, they're, um,
2: um because they've, they've talked about it in like the in the, the you've never really you've seen never really seen it, seen it yeah and similar to how in the movie how there's a lot of things that they've talked about a lot but they've they explored in that movie for the first time so this mm. that was the first time i think i think it came out after did the episode eight come out after the episode nine? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But December twenty seventh. Yeah. Rise of yeah. Weirdly, really.
0: episode eight of um, The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. But you mean episode nine of, of Star Wars? Rise of yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Rise Skywalker.
2: Skywalker. So that that was the first. That was the first time it kind of like gets explored. So it was interesting. Hmm. It was interesting to see that because I think from a lot of Star Wars fans, they were like, "Oh wow, that's the first time I've seen this." So it was, okay, it's yeah. always been talked about. So.
1: What did we think of uh the visuals, the sound, that kind of stuff?
0: Not so much story. I thought that the visuals were very very good. Yeah. You could tell it was a TV show budget though. There were some visuals that were a little okay. bit um I'm not saying they were top notch. Yeah. But it was that like it wasn't as well done as a Star Wars movie Yeah, it wasn't, a, yeah, would it wasn't be. a blockbuster mm. movie. But yeah. um it was definitely well done. I mean the good thing the thing is with Star Wars a lot of their visuals are cheap anyway. Like the swipes across the screens that they do. The side wipes, True. yeah. The yeah. Play, yeah. Um, like you can do them in keynote essentially. So <laughs> the I think that helps them. Um, I definitely didn't like it when Baby Yoda was CGI. You preferred him you as a puppet. could it when look it look right. right. Yeah. It's like yeah. when
2: they dropped him and they picked him up and it just looked like a bag of like a sack of cloth they were holding. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell there was nothing really there.
0: Um it's definitely better when it was the puppet and I'm glad they used the puppets. Yep. They used the puppets mm. a couple of times. The sip- um,
2: Sipping the cup, that's a, that's a puppet? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> My God, that meme. Having a sip of uh, a sip. And, yeah, the, the, I liked that they did that. Uh, yeah, no, I thought the visuals, the audio was the, the music, the soundtrack, amazing. I was just yeah. reading it was the same composer as uh, Black Panther. Oh, wow. Oh, mm. I mean, Disney had the cash, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: okay, nice. Well, I really liked at the end of every episode, they had the concept art. Yeah. and oh, you I could forgot s- about you that. could see at the end of the episode what the vision was for the episode and how close they and were. And it always to... matched. Yeah. So, well. I think that yeah. was that was quite good, yeah, the way they did that. I think the way they did a lot of the robots, the androids, droids? Droids. Droids. Mm. They did the droids really well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I can't remember what his name is, but he's a British... British comedian and actor. He was in the one, episode six and he played the droid. He, he voiced the droid in that one. Um, Richard Ayonda, I can't remember his surname, I can't pronounce his surname because I can't remember off the top of my head, but he he did a, a good job of voicing the droid. So did Taika Waititi, but you miss Taika Waititi. But the droids, <laughs> I think, came across really well. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. The way that they looked, I think, was good. Um, episode six droid did look a little bit TV show budget, though. Okay, uh, yeah. The, the main droid, the one that becomes the bounty hunter into the... Uh, the caregiver, I guess you could say, yeah. it, was, it was done well. Mm-hmm. Like when he was riding on the the speeder and shooting mm. everyone from back to front, that was with quite the fun. child. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that was a cool scene.
2: Um, fun fact about that droid in the original movies: that was a coffee machine. Oh, was it made from a coffee like? So the prop, because in Episode Four, which is the original one. They are in a, the cantina, and in the background there is like a coffee machine that they. As in had, Star Wars. In Star Wars, four. the movie yeah. episode four, sorry, um, they it's a coffee machine in the background, or, coffee, or just some sort of co- it was a coffee machine that they made to put into the prop into the background, and then in the next movie it, they repurposed that prop and turned it into one of the original bounty hunters that with uh, Boba Fett go after uh, Leia and Luke and Han. Uh-huh. So that's where that design comes from.
0: I wondered why it had an Espresso logo on the back. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't really. Uh, What about you, Dan? Visuals, audio. I loved it. I love, like, it's
1: definitely, I know this term gets thrown around a lot, but it was very cinematic. Mm. It was very, very cinematic. And I love that. Um, But, like, visually, tone and sound fit straight into classic Star Wars. Um, But I even think in some respects it felt like Kind of more cinematic than Rise of the Skywalker. I don't know. There was like a look to it, it was that, that I that really loved. Was that was space
2: like cowboy kind of feel, yeah. gritty.
1: Yeah. Mm. I don't know. And I, 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 guess kind of sidetracking here, but like I loved having a story that wasn't so much about the Jedi, Luke, yeah. Leia, um, Ray, Kylo. Do you know what I mean? I wanted to. It was great to see something different. That's what I enjoyed.
2: It was good that there was like less, I would have just say there's no Jedi, there's no really oh, yeah, mention true. of that. I don't think mm. anyone even says the word Jedi in the entire thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, true. When you think like
2: I don't think there's ever any mention of Jedi. This is no, just the Force. Just the Force. Yeah. I don't even think he they say the Force.
1: I think they because
2: mm. he says that he he can use powers. Mando says to to the guild when he goes back.
1: Maybe yeah
2: i don't think there's actually much mention of of that kind of aspect of it and i think that's what separates it it's kind of similar to uh rogue one i guess in a way yeah what made rogue one really well was it was the the characters and it was the storyline it's
1: still a link but
2: but it doesn't rely on the cool jedi fight scenes and lightsabers and things like that so who knows going forward but yeah
0: what did you think of the overall casting Good question. Well, for me, because I've had a second to think about it, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought the casting was really good. Um, Pedro Pascal was the Mandalorian. I mean, he certainly didn't have to do any facial movements, <laughs> really, did
1: he? Yeah, hard for him because he can only. He had act the right with voice. Voice, yeah, yeah. and movement, until the very end. I yeah. Well,
2: I remember reading that he um, he actually had to brief the stuntman on how he carried himself. Because that was part of the the physical aspect of the character was the way he walked and carried himself rather than the actual physical expressions of the face. Oh, okay. So it was a very like physical kind of moving around role.
1: Interesting.
0: I feel like there was never any car any um, of the cast that made me think that I was out of like it would take me out of the Star Wars realm. Rangers, like yeah. this like it, it kept me drawn in, so I yeah. feel like all the casting was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah unlike no one weak yeah unlike there's another disney plus tv show <laughs> mm-hmm. um that you casting is a little weak yeah uh but <laughs> uh, high school musical yeah. <laughs> the musical the series uh S- the special <laughs> but what about let's talk about let's go around we'll start with daniel your favorite episode of the season which daniel daniel that's that's you dan yep. you're daniel okay <laughs>
2: Uh, I really liked episode six. Oh, I'm going to have to look at episode six. Episode six is the prisoner. prisoner. I thought that was a really good episode. Mm -hmm. Um, just in terms of the, the cinematography was very, very well done. Yeah. Uh, and I really liked the casting of it. There was a little bit on that episode where I was a little bit, Oh, that's a bit cheesy, but I think that's what I love about star Wars is the little bit of the cheesiness that they kind of have in there. Yeah. And, uh, but I also really loved the last two episodes. Mm. Mm Uh, because it did actually progress the plot quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So from like one of those, because I feel like a lot of it is very standalone story, a few of the episodes, but I think episode six for me was the one where I was like, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Okay. That and episode. it starts coming back together. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like from episode six and seven and eight, it's kind yeah. of brings it all back. Um, and I also did like that episode where they he joins up with that of the bounty hunter, the, the young guy and they go after.
0: Oh yeah. That girl. Yeah. 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 I agree with you. Episode 6 was my favourite as well. What I liked about it was it was a different aesthetic than what you normally see for a Star Wars, like, universe. It, I liked that it. it was really clean. Mm. It was sort of like, I guess the first three films have, as in the first, like Phantom Menace, um, have a few different sets that are like that. Uh, but I liked that it. it was really, like, it was space a age. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that 70s, like old looking mechanical stuff that a lot of because the Star Wars made in the 70s, obviously, mm. looks like. So I kind of like that it was something different. Um, and I also like that you got to see the was it a stormtrooper who was
2: stationed there, or is that a different name? The you know guy the, that was, yeah. in charge of the no, he wasn't a stormtrooper, was just like a regular. I just
0: kind of like that you got to see because normally they don't talk very much, the yeah. The, Those sort of... um,
2: They're too busy dying in the background. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. They're too busy
0: trying to shoot a gun that doesn't go anywhere. Um, So, yeah, I really like that. So, that was my favourite episode. Hmm. Daniel. Oh, no, you're Dan.
2: (laughs) DJ.
1: I am just having a quick review, but I think... um, Very close, but episode seven for me, I think, is my favourite. And I think that's because... I think that's when Quill comes back into it. Yeah. Who you meet in like the first episode. Yeah. Um, who was a really cool character. And I think that's when you first properly see Moff Gideon. Is that right?
2: Yeah, at the end of it. Yeah. I think at, the, at the end of it, you see him walk out and he threatens them. And and that's the first that time gun.
1: you see like the baddie, mm. really. So I don't know. I just like that. And
2: he and he's a very good, he does play villains very well. Yeah. He does play things very well,
1: um, but yeah, definitely like six, seven, eight absolute favorites.
2: It's, it's interesting that we both chose, we all chose the um, latter, part. the latter part of it, not the true, the the earlier parts. Yeah. So, mm, good point. The first episode was the it, this is what kind of gets you hooked, right? True. You see the the child of baby Yoda at the end, and, and you like the Whoa. fight scene, and you're like, oh hey, yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting.
0: So what would let's round it up. What would we give it out, out of, of 10? 10. Okay.
1: I'll go first.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: 8.5 for me. Mm-hmm. And the only reason it's not a 9 is because of those couple of episodes that felt like they were a little bit off track story-wise. Mm-hmm. But everything else, loved it. Yeah,
2: Daniel? I'd probably give it an ace, a solid 8. I think that, yeah, it dragged a little bit towards the middle, mm. but it wasn't like I didn't enjoy them. Yeah. I think this says the same thing. It was it was very enjoyable from beginning to end. Uh, I think that ever season eight, season eight, season two, uh, I think season two will be. Yeah, much better. Will I be much better because well. now I think that they're on, on track with the storyline. I mm-hmm. think that's the only thing is that the storyline went a bit wavy. I and I mean, know.
1: it has to start somewhere, right? Yeah. They've got to kind of set the scene and, yeah.
2: Sam?
0: I just had a thought too when you're talking about visuals. Also, it was in 4K, Mm. by the way. So the visuals are super, super crisp for a Star Wars. That was just something I just remembered. Um, I would give it nine Baby Yodas out of (laughs) ten. I actually really enjoyed it. It was one of these. But which
2: kind of Baby Yodas? Sippy Cup Baby Yoda? Yeah. Chicken chicken Nuggets Baby Yoda?
0: (laughs) (laughs) With chicken tendies? The (laughs) Hammy Hammy (laughs) Baby Yoda. uh you yeah, know i really enjoyed it even though i'm not a, like i i like star wars i really mm. do i just struggle to grasp <laughs> the concept of like what's going on with these mm-hmm. these like political parties or whatever they are <laughs> so um no but i really enjoyed it i yeah it would always cause me to not look at my phone or anything when i was watching it which is very hard that's, to do, that's that's a big a deal that's yeah, a very that's big deal, deal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just have to watch it uh so yeah i give it Solid nine, baby Yodas,
2: <laughs> and I think, and I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think what this does is it takes the people that aren't big fans of the Star Wars world and it introduces them to Star Wars in a way that's actually really easy to digest.
0: Yeah, mm. that's a good point. Hmm. Well, thank you for
2: joining us, Daniel. Thank, thank you, you for Daniel. having
0: me. We'll definitely have you back. Do you know as much about High School Musical? <laughs> um, I
2: mean I am sure I can learn. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch High Has- School musical the, musical the musical the series, the series and then I'll special. watch the special after. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cuz that'll be our next one coming up a little bit later in the coming months. Thanks for listening. We'll uh see you soon. Bye.